You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. Welcome to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. I'm KC, I'm your host, and this week we have a great show for you guys. We have a great interview, we have memories of Sega. We have a bit of a shorter show somehow because, uh, as you probably know by now, I'm not around this week, I'm, I'm away. And uh, we had to record the whole show a few days in advance, so we don't have Shedded's news desk that will be back next week. However, we didn't want to leave you guys without a show, so we still have a great interview, brand new interview, with Gary from Retro Redress, uh, a new blog, a recent blog that you can uh, check out, and it's it's a very interesting one uh, where Gary tries to revisit games from his past and give them uh, a second chance and see what happens. So that's a very nice interview we have for you guys coming up next. But we also have Owen Rizu's Memories of Sega, this week focused on the House of the Dead 4, so that's also something to look forward to. We have great music, and obviously we have our Discord servers. Join us there for some fun Radio se.ga slash discord. That's where you can join our discord server. That's always active, uh, mostly during live shows. But you know, some people are also also there outside of live shows. So uh, if you feel like talking about Sega and other random stuff, join us on radio se.ga slash discord. Also at Radio Sega on Twitter, if you want to comment on what you're uh, listening to during the show, if you have some suggestions, some comments as well, at Radio Sega on Twitter. That being said, let's not wait any longer for some awesome Sega music. And this week we have uh, some great requests by uh, Gary from Retro Redress. And so we'll start with Moon Beach from Streets of Rage, the original Streets of Rage game for the Mega Drive. I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you enjoyed the rest of the show. This is the Sega Lounge.
This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat.
welcome back to the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. This week we have a very special guest. Uh, hello, Gary. Hi, Casey. Hello. Welcome to the show. Uh, and Thank so you. For people uh, who are not familiar with your work, would you like to start by introducing yourself? Uh, yeah, uh, I've just started up a blog called uh, Retro Redress. Um, basically, I'm just going back and playing all the uh, all the games that I've treated badly or have treated me badly, whether it's a second chance or just a bit of deserved abuse, really. <laughs> uh, maybe the abuse is, is you playing the game again, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> either way, someone suffers, so... <laughs> Cool stuff. So, um, yeah. So, for people not familiar with with your blog, we'll, we'll talk about that in in a second. But let's start by, by talking about your own experiences with, with video games. So, um, were you a big gamer growing up, and how did that happen? How did it start your love for video games? Yeah. No, no I was a huge video game fan as a kid. Um, I say just randomly out of the blue, got an Atari ST one day. I think I was five, and it just went from there. Really. Um, but I think the obsession grew when I got a Sega Mass system a few years later, and then the Mega Drive after that. Um, I mean, as you'll see, if you ever see the blog, it's quite Sega-focused, because that's, that's, that's just my youth. Um, all them games are from my youth, basically, so, yeah. so I'm going back to, to play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, can you name like a few favourites? Oh, from my youth, um, it's always the violent fighting ones. Uh, anything like Streets of Rage, Double Dragon, Alien Storm, anything that involves a man trying to take on an army of fucks by himself is usually <laughs> my sort of game, really. Um, but yeah, just stuff like Road Rash, um, always sports games and wrestling games as well. They were always the ones I played, so expect them to feature a lot on the blog. Mm -hmm. uh, and so a few platformers as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the blog's not so much going back and playing games I've played in the past. There's a lot of games I've missed as well. Mm. Uh, like, Sega RPGs, I've never actually played any of them. So this is the point of the blog. I'm going to go back and, and play them. This is this is me saying I've made a mistake missing out on these games, so I'm going to go back <laughs> and see what the fuss is about. So yeah, Shine in the Darkness, Fantasy Star. There's loads of them. Absolutely loads of them. <laughs> yeah, so writing the wrongs, basically. That's or maybe yeah, not, yeah. or maybe just realizing that you were right and the games were crap. Um, I, I think to be fair to the games, I think I'm I'm in the wrong for the majority of them. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's a few games that I've got a point on, but it, it's not many. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so you, you mentioned classic games, so games growing up. Are you still a big gamer? Do you play most modern titles, or do you have like modern consoles and everything? I've got the modern systems. Yeah, uh, I've got a PS4 and a Wii, a Wii U. Um, I don't. I think because of the price of games and the amount of time these days, I'm not quite up to date on them. But I'm still, uh, I'm still playing current gen stuff anyway. I mean. There'll be a lot of current gen stuff that probably pops up on uh, the blog as well, because again, I'm just trying to stop these games from uh, not being played or not being finished, so <laughs> there's a, at some point I'm going to have to sit down and do Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's going to take me weeks, oh, I know it. Do, please do, it's, it's amazing, it's amazing. Yeah. It is, I know, I've, I've, played the, I've played the first bit of it and it is fantastic, but I've just stopped and I know that if I don't go back and play it and write about it, I'll never finish it. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's like one of those games that, you know, it, it consumes your life, so... 
try to to play through the game when you have a lot of time in your hands. Otherwise, you'll be like okay. me, going to bed at, at you know really really late hours and not sleeping much because you have work the next day. And yeah, that's not good. I'm not a good example. Yeah, I, I've I think I've tried to play it in like sensible hour blocks, so I, I think that's probably the reason I'm struggling. But at some point, I'm going to sit down and lose some of my life to it. I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. So this this is actually a very cool way to go through your your backlog of games, right? As well, yeah, yeah. that's it. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that, that's the goal as well. Just cut down the backlog, cut down the games I missed out on, and maybe just take a few shots at the games that deserve abuse. That's the goal, really. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, is is there something um, that you look for in in a current gen game? It's like, or is it basically the same thing? Like, one man fighting an army, or <laughs> something yeah, different exactly. these days? That's something that grabs you, really, something unique. I mean, a lot of the, the old Sega games, they've got like a unique thing about them. Like, think of something like Gunstar Heroes. I mean, the bosses, the levels, the music, the characters. Whereas nowadays, it's it's a lot of games get remade or done every year, and it just doesn't. It doesn't have the same the same grip anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's like, I get I guess that Zelda isn't a great example because that's something unique, something that people take a lot of time with. There's a lot of quality in it. It's, that's the sort of thing I look for these days. Um, I think my next one will be that Red Dead Redemption. I think that's the next one I'm going to give a, mm -hmm. a go to. Okay. That's the sort of thing I want. I want I want the long game. I want the immersion. Immersion, I guess. I want that, that factor. I can relate to that uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I think. I, I, it used to be about uh, you know some short sessions back in yeah, the day, yeah. perhaps. But now I, I tend to go to towards the, the the ones that grab me and give me a lot of content and lots of hours of gameplay. So I can definitely relate. Definitely. It's, but then again, sometimes I just want the short arcade game. I want the outrun. I want mm -hmm. the you know the Pac-Man. So it's. It's really just about what really grabs my attention. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay, so let let's talk a bit about Retro Redress. So that's your your blog. So people can find yeah. it at retroredress.wordpress.com. Um, so how did this? How did the idea uh, for this come about in your head? Was it something that you you thought one day? Well, I'm just going to start a blog about retro games and games that I haven't played yet uh, or was it a suggestion by, by a friend how did it happen well I mean I'd always thought about it but obviously with the real world you don't think you've got time to do it but I'd um, I've been reading other people's blogs and the seed had always been there you know I should try it myself um, I don't know if you've you, you should hope you've heard of the site it's a site called Sega Dust run by uh, Dylan Cornelius Dylan Cornelius great big fan of, of Radio Sega and the show this show his, has been on the show a few times actually and that's that's actually how I I discovered your blog through Dylan oh right awesome yeah because that, that's <laughs> how um, that, that was it I read his blog and I loved it and I thought I want to be involved in that so I offered to do some wrestling games for him because that's my, my sort of thing and I figured he could do with the help to be honest I don't think he needed I don't think he had the time to play obscure Japanese wrestling games so I figured I'd help <laughs> and he, he's been nothing but encouraging to be honest so he's let me do that and then uh, I just thought that was great but I can't take over his blog I need to do my own thing so that's how I set my own up really um, 
but that that was the sort of format I like really just that you know that weekly blog or that one every few days highlighting the game and so that was definitely a, a big inspiration as well mm-hmm. um, there's another gentleman out there as well uh, a guy called uh, VG Junk um, I forget the exact name of his site and I feel bad but <laughs> used a lot of obscure games like arcade brawlers, Neo Geo ones that no one's ever heard of. And again, his, his site's fantastic as well. So I'd say them two are a pretty big influence on me deciding to, to give it a try myself. Great, great. Uh, so w- when did this start? Not too long ago, right? Um, end of March. Yeah. So I, I'm, um, I'm looking at the first post March 25th. Yeah, it, it started a few days before that because I had to figure out how to use WordPress, and <laughs> <laughs> that took about two weeks. <laughs> great, great. So, um, well, let's talk a bit about you know, the games that you, you've covered so far. So, uh, you started with um, Dynamite Ducks, right? Yes. Any particular yes. reason behind this? I have a, a real love-hate relationship with that game, um, and it was it was one of the big reasons that Retro Address came to be, really, because I found myself thinking, maybe if I'd have bought a different game that day, things would be very different, you know, in terms of the games I like and what I play, and it's it's just, it's one of them, it, it's about a cartoon duck fighting people, but it's so shallow, and there's just <laughs> nothing interesting about it at all. You can literally walk to the end of every level. <laughs> You can, if you've, if you've read the blog, you can see that the game reset itself near the end, and I had to replay it. And I was really worried for about a second, and I thought, <laughs> no, it just takes ten minutes. So I'll just walk to the end of each level again. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, it's it's one of them games. It was just a disappointment as a kid. I'm I'm not actually that good at games um, per se, you know, actually completing them. But I bought, I completed that on the day I got it, and it just always stuck with me. What a shallow, shoddy game it is. So. I wanted people to, to know about it, really. <laughs> Sp- spread the hate, in this case. <laughs> no, yeah, spread the truth. Yeah. Spread the truth about the that's game. That's it, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, verdict, did Dynamite Lux redeem itself to me? In a word, no. It's a shallow game that can be experienced in 15 minutes. Yeah. That's We're talking it. about the, the Master System version, by the way, right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah. Any any chance you you'll be playing other versions of this? Yeah, I was thinking about that. I mean, the only other version I know, I know the home computers had one, but I think the best one to try would be the arcade. But I reckon it wouldn't be that that different to be honest. Um, but I think yeah, definitely I'd have to give that a chance. Just just to be fair, right? Yeah, because I mean, I mean, as I'm I'm gonna explain in the coming months and years. Arcade ports to the Sega Master System are a disaster. Yeah. An absolute disaster. <laughs> I mean, when you think of arcade ports to the net, people tend to rearrange the game. Like Street Fighter 2010, Strider, uh, Double Dragon's a completely different game, nearly. With the Master System, Sega just tries to port the arcade game straight to the Master System and fails nearly every time. So, Dynamite Books is another great example of that. It's just not meant to be running on an 8 bit system, but. They did it, and we suffered, unfortunately. So, yeah, actually, I, I think that the, the, the that's the same thing they did for the Mega Drive games, or the Mega Drive ports. But it worked, right? Yeah. For yeah. the Mega Drive games, they actually, and that's one of the things that people uh, praise about 
arcade ports for the Mega Drive is that how faithful they are to the original games. Ghouls and Ghosts. Ghouls and Ghosts would be the one I think of. Shrine is pretty good as well. Mm -hmm. um, but even the likes of Shadow Dancer, they, they uh, redid that. Yeah, a bit. The levels around. Uh -huh. Yeah. I think the Master System version is practically the arcade game squashed into a cartridge. <laughs> it's not, not good. Not good. <laughs> Uh, and then we have um, then we have an interesting one. You have a European club soccer, uh, yeah. which which as you as you point out brilliantly should be called European club football, because obviously yeah. if this if this is a, a, a you know if this is for the European market, shouldn't you call it the way should shouldn't you call the game the the way people call it here like you know not soccer but exactly. football. Yeah, but the thing that got me as well is, I mean, it's not made by an American company because it's originally based on, like, Manchester United. You know, the Manchester United home computer game. It's the same mm -hmm. game engine. US, US has got its own version, World Trophy Soccer. So, do you know what I mean? It was made by an English company, so I'm not sure why it's been Americanized. But Even worse. Yeah. Even worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about your experience with this game. Uh, so, Good or bad, in a nutshell. Um, good. 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 It's it's not a very good game of football, but it takes me back to being a kid when kid editing and good music was all that mattered. So mm. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed awesome. it a lot. Awesome. <laughs> so th this one was worth coming back for. Or coming back. Yeah. To. Oh, I might have to play it again because I didn't actually beat it. I failed the challenge. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might have to play it again one day, unfortunately. So. <laughs> awesome. And then we have we have something that you know I'm I'm gonna start a fight with you about this. Uh, oh, game number yeah. three, yeah. Echo the Dolphin. So uh, <laughs> uh, you, you you're actually a, a really fair person because you say you, you can see why people would like this. It's just not yeah. a game for you. What's what's your exactly. main issue with this game? I think it's the fact that. It's a very serious, very deep game, uh -huh. intended. But I think it, it wants you to dedicate hours to thinking about it and giving it a lot of thought. Whereas I just want to gun people down sometimes. <laughs> so it's my other. I think my other issue with it as well is it's it's not a game that grabs you immediately. It's a game that will probably reward you know, like a lot of dedication. It's a grower basically. I think if you give it say three or four hours, mm -hmm. it starts to draw you into it. So swimming around in the ocean and everything's blue and grey, the first 10 minutes it's not going to grab you. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Especially in this day and age, you can just flick to the next game, no problem. So it's, yeah, it's. I, I, I gave it a chance and I thought it was okay, but it's not for me. It's not, not something I'd want to play anyway. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I, I remember something when I when I first played this game uh, that you is that you don't really know what to do when you start the game, right? So as you mentioned here, so you just talk to other dolphins, and if you for some reason miss the dolphin that actually challenges you to jump high to, to see how high you can jump, which I'm not sure if you if you saw that actually. Because you, you just, um, according to what you wrote, you just uh, tried, remembered, let's try jumping out of the water. And it did something yeah. to the game. But there's actually a dolphin, one of them, that you can talk to. And he says, um, he challenges you like to, to jump as high as you can. Or how high can you jump in the sky or something. 
and that's yeah that's what triggers that's what triggers the actual beginning of the game because until then you're just you know, swimming around in the ocean and nothing happens and I, I remember being a kid and being a bit frustrated about this but um, it, yeah, it could have been I, nice I, I, to have like a you know like a, even if it's just a, an arrow you know, pointing up yeah go up go up something I don't know yeah, I mean people were probably smarter than me and figured that out but um, <laughs> I think there's, there's people like me who just want something more immediate to be honest something a bit more yeah. helpful so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but but I actually love Echo the Dolphin. I, I've mentioned this several several times on Radio Sega, so I'm not going to bore people with with the story. But I I actually uh, traded this game for another one, a crappier one actually. Um, and in uh, a, a few years later, I got the second one, which was actually a bit more easy and straightforward, and probably yeah. the one that people like the most I think generally speaking and then I got the first one again and I was able to enjoy it a bit yeah. more yeah but yeah so Echo the Dolphin I mean game number three I'll, <laughs> I'll offer I'll offer an olive branch out I mean I'm, I'm new to this all into expecting a wave of hate to be honest because I imagine people love that game so <laughs> I'm happy to say it's a good game it's just not for me it's not my cup of tea so <laughs> So let, let's see. Uh, I actually have a, an email address here. So hate mail to retro redress <laughs> at gmail.com. I usually say hate mail to kc at radiosega.net. Not this time. Not this time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> send some to, to Gary this time. Um, yeah. And then we have game number four, which was uh, last week, right? May 1st. So yeah. um, Heavyweight yeah. Champ, Master System. Tell me a bit about your experience with this one. Um, it's the epitome of an 8-bit boxing game, really. It's pretty simple, pretty shallow, pretty straightforward. And it was, it was it's about the same length as Dynamite Ducks, I think. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the whole gist of that article is that was the other game I was offered that day that I wanted to buy, and I got talked out of it. And, um, well, I mean... Having played through it, I think the exact same thing would have happened. It's just another shallow, uninvolving game. I mean, you can literally win it by just hammering you know, the one button just to punch repeatedly. There's no strategy needed, there's no skill needed. And it's just like, well, I mean, if I, if I bought this instead of Dynamite Ducks, I mean, both terrible. I should have bought, the article says I should have looked for Fantasy Zone or R Type or something. But <laughs> mistakes of you, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, obviously, this this one didn't get a very good, a uh, very good rate uh, or grade here. Uh, even though we don't grade games, but you know, uh, it's a no, right? It's a no. Definitely, Just like definitely Dynamite Dogs, no. definitely a no. <laughs> okay. So, so one thing that I would like to point out to people listening to us is, is uh, obviously the the humor as well. So, uh, I, I like your writing because you're you're not just know really serious about the game and talking about it this is not just a simple review so you're actually sharing your experience and there's humor involved so it's actually a really pleasant read if people want to give it a, a try um, I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't want to just do a review site. There's so many of them out. I mean, like, I mean, obviously Dylan's doing all the reviews for the Sega games. You don't really need a second opinion. So I just, I'm no expert gamer or amazing blogger either. I just wanted to put my thoughts out there. So 
I think stupid humor and bad gameplay are my selling points, unfortunately. So, <laughs> gotta yes. go with it. Let me let let me uh, t uh, ask you something. So, is there a booze involved in this somehow? No, I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm doing this sober. Okay, so some of these games, you know, are really really bad. So, let me commend you for that. Uh, I'm not sure if I would Thank be you. able to, to do this sober. Uh, very good. <laughs> I, I, I think it helps the honesty. I think if you drank, you might start enjoying some of them. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's worse. So. Yeah, true, true. Okay, so you, you get the, the, the real experience here. So people that's don't forget. You're, you're not fooling people <laughs> with, with alcohol. Okay, very good. So, um, Gary, it's time I think we, we take a quick break. So you, you picked a few excellent tracks, excellent classic Sega tracks for, uh, for us to play during the show. So we'll just play a couple of them right now. And we come, when we come back, we'll you know, talk a bit more about, about Retro Repress. And we'll have, we have a surprise for you. Um, oh, cool. Cool. You're saying cool, but you don't really know what it is yet. So, uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait a second. Uh, so, <laughs> for all of you guys listening in, uh, stay tuned. There's a lot of great music uh, to play right now, and we will be back with you know that dreaded moment of our <laughs> Sega Lounge interviews with Gary from Retro Redress.
Radio Sega. Playing the best Sega music. 24-7. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. I hope you enjoyed the music. I certainly did. Uh, Gary, you, you picked uh, great tunes here, so thank you for that. Always nice to play. No great music on the Sega Lounge. And so I, I mentioned before we, we uh, did the music break, I mentioned a surprise. Okay. Um, we haven't discussed this, so nope. going in blind. Uh, each week we have a different guest on the Sega Lounge. And basically what we like to do is to uh, put people through challenges. Okay, Like play a game with people. Right? Nothing, nothing major. However, to get you in the proper mood for this, I really need to play the Sega Lounge Challenge intro. So this is called the Sega Lounge Challenge. And, okay. you know, don't don't worry, it's something just a friendly game, as stated in the intro. Enjoy. Now, you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. So, as I said, just a friendly game. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that that intro, Gary. Uh, I did. I did. <laughs> okay, and so as, as the man said in the intro... Um, it can be anything we want, the second launch challenge, Gary. So, what will it be? Actually, this week, we know you're a big Sega fan, so we, we put together a little challenge here. There's some, some questions, some multiple choice questions, and some music in reverse, some music played backwards in there for, for, for change, okay? So, we have ten questions, including three songs in reverse let's start with the first question so we have as i said 10 questions if uh you get at least half of them right you're good okay so question number one question number one name the classic sega arcade racing series that is known for its theme song in which the vocalist screams the name of a u.s region so name oh. the classic Sega arcade racing series that is known for its theme song, in which the vocalist screams the name of a US region. Option A, Outrun. Option B, Hang On. Option C, Daytona USA. Option C. So you're saying option C. In yeah, like it's definitely option C. I think. Daytona USA, are you sure? Yes. Is that your final answer? It is indeed. <sighs> and it is! Hey. Well done! Of course it Thank is. You. Thank you. Of course it is. Okay, so number two. Question number two is an in-reverse track. Let's see if this works then. Let's see if this works. Go. Um, so what I'm going to do is play a 10-second long clip of a classic Sega track in-reverse. Okay, in reverse. Backwards, right. Backwards. Sure. Um, and you'll have to guess at least the, the game, the name of the game. I don't need the, the actual song title 
or the stage that it's from, if you can at least give me the title of the game, you get the okay. point, okay? Go. So I'm pay ready. attention to the first track in reverse. I think it's Sonic Long Green Hill Zone. Mm, so your your answer would be Sonic One, Green Hill Zone. Yeah, Mega Drive, Green Hill Zone. Would you like to take another listen to this, or is that no, your final I'm, I'm answer? Yeah. <laughs> that's my final answer. <laughs> this is tense. This is tense. Uh, <laughs> is okay, actually. let's let's take a listen to the track, not in reverse. It's obviously, obviously, Green Hill Zone from Sonic One. Okay, very good, very good. Okay, good, good job. It's so you deserve. Okay, good job. So two out of two, not bad, not bad. Let's go with question number three now. Feeling confident? Yes. Okay. <laughs> question number three. What's the title of the Mega Drive game released in 1992? in which the planet is being invaded by an alien foe and it's up to the hero to save his pod and the planet. Option A. Comic Zone. Option B. Shining Force. Option C. Echo the Dolphin. It's option C. And I wouldn't have known that unless I played it recently. So. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously option C. Echo the Dolphin, Echo the Dolphin, yes, I I, <laughs> I was putting this together and then I, I realized you, you actually mentioned that in the blog, so, <laughs> because... Uh, never you, realized you, it was by aliens. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you mentioned that uh, no one ever told you that it's like dolphin fighting aliens uh, before, so yeah, that, that yeah. would have made the, the game a bit more interesting, right? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, that's the story. Uh, same with the, the second one. And in, in even the the Dreamcast one that was released later, yeah, always the aliens, always the aliens, aliens, aliens. Okay, so three out of three, doing great. Let's see what uh, question number four is. Go. This classic character is said to be a nightmare and can dualize with humans. This classic character is said to be a nightmare and can dualize with humans. Is it A. Froggy B. Knights C. Rue the Kangaroo So I'm is it... go with Knights. Yeah, I wish it was C, but I think it's B. So not, not Rue the Kangaroo? No, I'm gonna go with B. Not, not Froggy B. either? Nah, can't be froggy. It's correct! Of course, it's Knights from Knights into Dreams. Good job! So, almost oh, there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it, it would have been nice if it was uh, Rude the Kangaroo, but no. no that's that's no, not from. That's a different franchise. Okay, so, question number five is yet again an in reverse track track played backwards so I have a really nice 10 second long clip here for you to listen to are you ready Gary okay. yep let's do this 
too easy, to be honest. Oh, I think I know this, but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I'm, actually humming it. I'm actually humming a song in my head forward now. I want to say it's Sonic 2, but I think that's... Would you, would you like one. to take another listen to this? No, because I won't get it either way. I'm going to say Sonic 2. I'd be confident. So your final answer is Sonic 2? I'm, I'm humming it to myself now. What's, what's the answer? It's going to annoy me otherwise. <laughs> okay, so let's play the track, uh, the clip, not in reverse, and see what happens. Is it Sonic 2? No. It's not. No, it's it's Streets of Rage fighting in the streets. Oh, oh. Okay, I'm, not I'm to worry. I'm actually angry at myself. I can't believe I got that wrong. <laughs> I thought I thought you'd get this one right. I thought this would be too easy, actually. Uh, I knew the song. Yeah, yeah, you were humming it, but you know, it's, it's sometimes <laughs> when the tracks are played backwards, it's not the same. It's not exactly the same. I wanted to hum it all, but I thought that'd be bad, bad radio, so I just <laughs> had to guess. <laughs> okay, so um, still, still good. We have four questions left, and you have already four correct answers, so you just need one more. Uh, okay. Question number six. In 1994, Game Freak, most notable for the Pokemon uh, series of RPGs, Released yeah. a platform game for the Mega Drive in Japan. What is the name of the game? Option A, Pulse Man. Option B, Vector Man. Option C, Pepsi Man. Pulse Man, Vector Man, or Pepsi Man? Go with B. So your answer is B, Vector Man. Are you sure? Final answer. <laughs> Final answer. Close, but not really. Oh. Oh. No, 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 no. It was Pulse Man. Pulse Man. Vector Man was released in the West as well. So this was um, for quite some time a, a Japanese exclusive. Pulse Man. Pulse Man. I went with the night strategy again. I thought I'd heard of it. <laughs> yeah, Vector Man is actually a, a pretty good game. Uh, you should try it if you haven't yet. Um, uh, it's one of those I need to go back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Not so sure about the sequel, but the first one I think is great. Okay. Uh, number seven. Number seven. What's the name of the classic driving game that is praised for its gameplay, graphics, and upbeat songs? Like Splash Wave. Option A. Outrun. Option B. Power Drift. Option C. Afterburner. It's A. Outrun. Are you sure? 100%. So Splash Wave, you're saying Splash Wave is a song from Outrun. Yeah. And it is! Of course it is. Well done! Thank you. <laughs> of course. I, I was going to go with Magical Sound Shower, but no, that would have been too easy. Seeing as that was one of your picks for, for tonight's show. So no, let's try a different one. Okay, good job, good job. Uh, so we, we, you all, we already have five. 
correct answers, but let's let's do the, the uh, remaining three questions. So number eight. Uh, now we're, we're getting into more recent games, so maybe this will be a bit of a challenge. In 2008, Sega released a tactical RPG. The story was set in Gallia during the Second European War. What's the name of the game? Um, Option A. So, uh, tactical RPG yeah. set in Gallia during the Second European War. A. Fantasy Star Online. B. Resonance of Fate. C. Valkyria Chronicles. Oh, that's tough. Um, anything after 90s, no struggle, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> so, Fantasy Star it's Online, Resonance of Fate, or Valkyria Chronicles? I want to say B, but I think I'm wrong. So, you want to say Resonance of Fate? Yes. A pretty good RPG as well, but not really. So, the correct answer was Valkyrie Chronicles. An amazing oh, RPG, actually. An amazing. <laughs> uh, I think the first RPG that I actually really played and enjoyed. Oh, really? Yeah, so I, I was never a big RPG fan going uh, growing up, but... This was, I think, the first one that really got me into RPGs. It's really good. Yeah, so you, you should definitely try it at some point. One of those, uh, another one of those for Retro Regress. Uh, <laughs> one of the many. One of the yeah, many. one of the many. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number nine. Number nine. So we have our final track uh, in reverse. So let's take a listen to this 10 second long clip. So, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think. What could that be? Again, I want to say Sonic. It's my default answer. But um, I'm going to give you a bit of a clue here. And, and tell you it's not a Nintendo game. <laughs> it was a Nintendo game. You no, know, it was not. It was not a Nintendo game. Oh, it's not. Sorry. It so this wasn't be, um, too much of a clue, obviously. But my my second clue is is not Sonic. This is not Sonic. That now is it down a bit, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> I've got for some reason I've got World of Illusion in my head. I know it's wrong. But I've got nothing else to offer, so... <laughs> World of Illusion? World of Illusion, yeah. What a great game. Love it, love it. Um, unfortunately, it's not. So let's listen to the correct... The, the track not in reverse. This is the theme of Space Harrier. Oh. Yeah. Again, I should, I should know that. Yeah, so th this this wasn't very very hard, but you know, as I said before, it's not the same thing when you play it backwards. No. no. Okay. Anyway, question number ten, final one. Let's see. This is another one that's based on a, a modern game, but let's see what happens. What's the title of the series of games, most of them released for the PlayStation family of systems, 
which are set in the town of Kamurocho. Option A. Vanquish. Option B. Yakuza. Option C. Bayonetta. Definitely not A, I think. I'm gonna go with B. <laughs> so you're gonna go with B? Yakuza, yeah. Is that the correct one? I don't think so, but it's all <laughs> I've got. <laughs> I'm afraid it is! It is! It is the correct one. It's Yakuza! Very good! Good job! So, so Gary. You got uh, six correct answers. This means you get the Sega Lounge uh, official seal of approval. Amazing, hey. amazing. Uh, and you deserve an applause, obviously, because why not? Why not, why not? Okay, th that's enough, that's enough of an applause. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. And I will actually give you your seal of approval. There you go. There you go uh, on, on Discord. Okay, so, um, Gary, thank you so much for being a good sport. Um, so, we're almost done with the interview. Uh, anything you'd like to tell people about Retro Redress? Have something that you'd like people to know? And maybe, you know, tell, tell them what you expect in the future from the blog? Um, I just hope to keep going, really. I don't want to be one of those blogs that just burns out after a month or two. So, plans just to keep going at least once every week and... Yeah, hopefully people will join me for the ride and see what mistakes I've made and how I can try and fix them. <laughs> uh, any anything we can you know know about what's coming? Any games in the pipeline? I mean, I've, I've noticed I've, I've focused far too much on seeing average Sega sports games, so I'm going to stretch my net out a little bit in a few weeks. I'm hopefully going to be able to do some more uh, other platforms in that. Um, I mean, the game I'm trying to do at the moment, I don't know if you know it or you've heard of it, but uh, Master System Flintstones? Nope, not really. You're not missing anything, that's all <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> You're really not missing anything. So, yeah, that's hopefully the next one, and after that I'm going to hopefully spread my wings and see what else is out there. But, yeah, it's a long list. Awesome. We, we can't wait to, to see what's coming next, so... Keep up the good work. Um, Gary, thank you so much for, for coming on, on the show. Uh, by the way, people can uh, catch your blog at retroredress.wordpress.com. Hello, yeah. WhatsApp. Uh, and you, so they can, it's okay, <laughs> don't worry. And uh, they can also uh, find you on Twitter as well, right? So, yeah, they can. at retroredress. Is that That's correct? That's it, all one word. All one word, all lowercase. Yep, indeed. So don't forget to check that out for news on, on this blog. Uh, as it says in the description of the Twitter account, a blog dedicated to writing 28 years worth of gaming wrongs. Okay, so that's... that's I'll, have to, I'll have to add an extra year every year for it. <laughs> it's never going to end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need to keep updating the profile. Definitely, okay, definitely. Gary. So, so thank you so much for uh, joining me this week on the Sega Lounge. All the best for your blog. Yeah, no Hopefully, you, you can come back soon and you know give us an update on on what's happening. 
on the blog. Yeah, that's all right. Awesome. <laughs> and we'll we'll take a quick music break now. We'll play some some of your uh, music picks here, and then we'll have this week's edition of Memories of Sega by Winner with You. And we'll be right back with the after hours segment of this show. Stay tuned. This is Radio Sega, and you're listening to the Sega Lounge.
every week a different guest, Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. From the 90s to the present, take a trip back in time with A Winner Was You as he looks back at the Sega games that defined his life. Memories of Sega. This week, we're heading back to the arcade with The House of the Dead 4, a gun game released in 2005. Naturally, this is the fourth game in the Zombie Blasting franchise and brings several new upgrades to the formula. For starters, there's now far more zombies on screen than ever before. Thankfully, to help deal with them, you now have an Uzi, as well as a limited supply of grenades which can be used by pressing a button on the side of a gun. There are also times when zombies will grab you and you'll need to shake the gun in order to escape. Of course, there's plenty of alternate routes to take throughout the game, some of which are presented to you at certain points, while others become available by shooting certain objects or completing certain mini-games. As ever, these boost the replay value considerably. It also wouldn't be a House of the Dead game without a bunch of huge bosses to deal with at the end of each level. Like before, you are shown the weak points of each boss before you encounter them. However, knowing where to shoot is a lot easier than actually shooting it. Also, as tempting as it is to use your Uzi to simply pump the undead full of lead, the game rewards you more for careful shooting. If you keep taking down enemies by their weak points, usually the head, in succession, you build up a multiplier which will result in a better score at the end of the stage. Considering an A or S rank will net you extra lives, this is well worth doing. Finally, there is also a healthy amount of hidden rooms and items to find, mostly found by throwing a grenade in the right places. I believe I first saw this game when it was reviewed in an issue of Games TM magazine. They quite liked the game, and I thought it looked pretty cool too. Being a fan of the series, of course I was going to get my attention. The next year, I decided to look the game up on YouTube, and I managed to find a playthrough of it. I like the look of it now more than ever, and really wanted to give it a go. That would happen a few years later, when I discovered there was a House of a Dead 4 machine at my local Hollywood Bowl. So, one day, I decided to go down there and give it a shot. My original plan with it was to spend either 5 quid or get about halfway through the game, whichever came first. However, this soon turned into a pretty epic romp through the whole game, which cost me about 18 quid. I honestly don't regret a single penny spent. I really enjoyed my time with the game, though I was sadly never really able to recreate that experience in the arcade since. The House of the Dead 4 is without a doubt an excellent entry into the series. Is it the best? Well, that's debatable, but it's definitely great. The action is very intense, you'll definitely be thankful for that Uzi, and the sheer amount of secrets means there's plenty to do even after you've beaten it. Great soundtrack too, it really suits the dark atmosphere and the frantic gameplay. So all in all, definitely worth a play, and if you can't find it in the arcades, uh, the game was ported to the PlayStation 3, albeit digital only. It's an excellent port and should be fairly cheap as well. Memories of Sega
that's it for this week's Memories of Sega. I hope you enjoyed that. I sure did. I hope you enjoyed the rest of the show as well, and welcome back. This is the After Hours segment. We had a great interview with Gary. Don't forget to check out Retro Redress, uh, and we'll be sure to talk about that in the coming weeks. Talk about some uh, of the games that Gary's been uh, focusing on on Retro Redress, for sure. Also, don't forget to check out all of our other live shows, radiose.ga slash shows, that's where you should go to check out our full lineup of Radio Sega live shows, not just for the rest of the week, which include Topical Resort tomorrow at 7pm Western Europe or UK time, and Sega Mixer Drive at 9pm, but also, you know, the coming weeks we have great live shows. So next week on the Sega Lounge, what's happening? Next week, we're uh, having a real, really nice chat with uh, the person behind Saber Rider in the Star Sheriffs, the game. So uh, if you are familiar with Saber Rider, so that was a, a, an animation series uh, from the 80s, 90s, uh, and um, there, a couple of weeks, a couple of years ago, there was a Kickstarter project uh, to fund the making of a brand new game focusing on that license and on the the animated series. Uh, so we'll have the creator of the game on the show next week to talk about that. We'll play some music as well from Saber Rider in the Star Sheriffs. So if you're a fan, um, look forward to that. If not, uh, you know. Just tune in as well to learn more about this upcoming Dreamcast game. An upcoming Dreamcast game, yes. So we're all about the Dreamcast and Mega Drive games these days. So they keep coming, which is awesome. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Um, don't forget to tune in to the rest of our Radio Sega Live week. And don't forget to check out our um, amazing library of Sega tunes you can request from radiosega.net clicking the playlist and requests button so keep listening to Radio Sega we play the best Sega music 24/7 we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of the Sega Lounge I've been KC thank you so much for listening enjoy the rest of the week bye bye
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.